ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Wednesday, April 17th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me for today's edition of the show. Coming up a little, little bit later, just a little bit. We got David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Of course, uh, David, of course, is um, second year with the Power. They're now the uh, affiliate of the Seattle organization, not a Pirates organization anymore. But we still like David, so we're going to get him on. And uh, he's got a lot to live up to. Yesterday, I think one of our better shows, John Elmore came in studio. Got to talk to him for, I think, a good 20 minutes. It was really great. He was very generous with his time. We're not going to see much of him soon. At least uh, we're not going to be able to talk to him on a daily basis. He's going to try to make that leap to the NBA. So it was great to talk to him. If you missed any of that, you can go to our podcast page. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn as well. Uh, we post the recent episode up on our website, wrvc.com. So if you subscribe, and it's free to subscribe, you subscribe to the podcast wherever you use your podcast, you can get those episodes downloaded right to you so you won't miss anything. So if you missed it yesterday, go back, listen to it a little bit. It was really good. I found out yesterday, at least from John, who wins between John Elmore and Marshall women's basketball great. I can call her great now. Her career is over, and she's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, Shayna Gore. I found out who would win between those two, and, and I've been kind of joking around with some of his teammates over the last few months. Who's going to win that contest? And his guys have had his back. They've said, look, you know, we love Shayna. She's great. She's meaner. We love her, but John's going to win that. John said, oh, yeah, I'm winning that. So I posted the podcast episode yesterday up on Twitter, and I point that out that, hey, I finally found out who's going to win that between Elmore and Gore. And Shana's like, um, yeah, he knows who wins, uh, me. So we might have to have her in on this on the show just to, just to add a little bit to this. So I don't think we're ever going to actually get a definitive answer. Wouldn't it be cool if we can get those two together for charity maybe, go at it, Maybe one time in the, the near future, those two can go at it at a, a Marshall event, raise some money, some charity. That'd be fun. i like to see that. So that was yesterday. Today's fun as well. And I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of wish my conversations from a few minutes ago before I got on the air were on the air because uh, I've got to go through the gauntlet. Every day when I come here into the studio, I've got to go through the gauntlet. And uh, some of my longer friends, longtime friends, you know, I work with. It's, it's great. And... We were just sitting there talking, like, yeah, I got uh, David Kahn coming up. Uh, you know, we joke around. We've got our own podcast. And then for some reason, we talk about wrestling and uh, the new competitor that's coming out against uh, the WWE. Also, this is sort of tied into the uh, the Alliance of American Football filing Chapter 7, not letting these guys out of their contracts. So that's how this whole conversation began. And, you know, we would talk about the days of uh, watching, uh, for those of you locally, uh, WVAH used to be on Channel 23, and they would show all the old school wrestling shows, uh, Mid Atlantic Wrestling. Uh, of course, you know on Saturdays and Sundays you can watch your Georgia Championship Wrestling, and uh, you see the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, all those guys. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, you know, we need to get uh, some of these sports types here at the radio station. We should just start our own podcast network. And we're throwing this out as a podcast name. Uh, how about Donnybrook? That was a suggested name for a wrestling podcast show. 
Um, I came up with um, the turnbuckle. I don't know if that would be cool. So I'm kind of curious, what would you guys uh, do if you were going to name a podcast, a wrestling podcast? Uh, you can post your responses at me on Twitter, at Paul Swan, to shoot me your responses. What your wrestling podcast name would be, and if it's really good, I'm stealing it. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm going to steal it, and that's going to be our wrestling podcast. So that's what we've got on the show today. First up, David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. we got some Marshall things to get into as well. Don't forget, we do have a lot of that. Uh, I will say this. Uh, yesterday was um, – we didn't touch much on it yesterday about the football schedule, and we'll get into that, but the three Friday night games. Are you cool with that, having three? I like the Friday games. I have liked them for a long time. At first, I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I didn't because I thought to myself, no, this is impossible. This is a high school football area on Friday nights. People are going to go see high school football. No, not hurt fans. You know, unless you have a kid that's playing, you're like, no, we're good. We'll, uh, we'll go see him next week. Uh, we got the herd to go support. Uh, thankfully, we haven't heard of any stories where parents have chose Marshall over their children. I, maybe that's happened. I don't know. Maybe it's like, look, we've put a lot of money into this uh, season ticket package, son. So um, uh, we'll be listening on the radio. We'll, we'll find out the score. Have a great night. Tell Coach we said hi. Uh, make sure he feeds you. We're good. I haven't heard those stories. I'm sure somebody has done that. I'm sure there's been somebody that has said, look, hey, son, um, you're important to us, but uh, these herd season tickets cost us some money. We can't get rid of them. We're going. We're going to go see the herd play on Friday. And uh, just uh, have somebody text us your score update. We'll, um, we'll celebrate afterwards. You always go to the high school game. If you've got a kid playing, you go to the high school game, right? you got to go to the high school game. That's, that's just proper parenting. You can't choose Marshall over your kid, can you? I don't know. That might open up a whole can of worms right there. Can you choose Marshall over your child? Are there certain instances where you have to turn your back on your child over Marshall football? I'm kind of curious how uh, you think on that as well. So if you got a response on that, Twitter as well, at Paul Swan. And uh, if you've got a good response, uh, it might make the air. All right, I'll tell you what, we'll take this break early because I want to get David Kahn on from the West Virginia Power. We haven't caught up with him for a week. It's always great to talk to him about the power and what they're doing. So that's coming up next, and later on we'll get your phone calls in. It's The Drive. It's ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All I'm going to say is I a minute ago, I walked into the studio of The Voice Guy and said, hey, I need you to come in here and do a live intro for Swan and Khan. He said, no, that's not happening. So I tried, but guess what? The good news is David Khan joins me from the West Virginia Power. I'll get it open again next. I'll try next week. We'll get it open for Swan and Con. I, I don't know. I, I think you had the you had the right intro for it anyway. I'll just have you live intro it every week. Okay, we can do it. Swan and Con episode four, twenty nineteen is live. Okay, I still don't know what this. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is about, but 
Um, we're doing this. That's the greatest part about it. If we never know what it's about. Week to week, episode to episode, we have no idea what we're going to talk about, but somehow it's always great, great fun. Well, we had that fight about Survivor not being real TV a couple weeks ago. Oh, I forgot about that. Now, I haven't. Now you're going to be riled up again. I haven't forgot about that, no. Um, so okay, let me ask right. you this. Um, this was pressing um, content before I came in studio with the, uh, with the peanut gallery outside. If you're going to do a wrestling podcast, what would the name of it be? Do a wrestling podcast. What would the name of it be? Well, it would have to be. It has to be based off of like the you know the best wrestling move. Uh, I'm partial to the RKO, so um, so I would probably do something along the lines of that. Um, I'm not a big wrestling guy, or like WWE guy or anything like that. I know there. I know there's differences, um, but uh, hmm, maybe maybe call it like the uh, the the chokehold podcast, something like that. I don't know something something aggressive that way that would really catch catch the ear. We came up with Donnie Brook. We came up with uh, I came up with Turnbuckle. Okay, yeah, I like that one. I, I like the turnbuckle. Okay, that's a that's this type of content and prep that I was doing because I knew yesterday I had to put a lot of energy into the show. John Elmore, Marshall, great. Uh, he was on the show right. yesterday. Today we follow up with you, so no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> no, none at all. I'm I'm the easiest guest you have of all time. We're gonna find out. Um, we got West Virginia Power to talk about. Uh, eventually, we'll make we our do. way there. Um, so, um, how's life um, being part of the Seattle Farm Team? It, it, you know, honestly, it's been really good. Uh, this team is really fun to watch. Uh, they actually just finished off a 5-1 and one homestand in a three-game sweep of the Lakewood Blue Claws. So they're now 8-5 on the year, uh, staying in good in good standing in the Northern Division. And, you know, to sweep three three of your four games already against the Northern Division this year uh, is, a, is a great start for the power. Uh, the pitching staff is kind of unreal. Our first three starters are so electric. Just, I mean, you go out there and you know they're going to give you five, six really good innings every time out. And then the bullpen uh, has actually helped us. We have the fourth lowest ERA in all of minor league baseball. Um, so that's kind of unbelievable to think about. But when you watch the power day in and day out, you, you can believe it. And, and then the offense is really starting to click. Uh, Jared Kelnick has rediscovered himself at home. He went 12 for 25 at Appalachian Power Park in the homestand. A home run, five doubles, six RBIs. Uh, O'Neill Payne is starting to find his groove. And, and everything's starting to kind of cook together. And that, with the team's chemistry that they have, this team is going to be a really, really fun one to watch all year. Are the fans falling in love with these guys? Um, I know it's still a transition phase, trying to get to the uh, the new pairing with uh, the new team, and that happens in baseball all the time. But uh, you go from the Pirates to Seattle. Are the fans finally just settling in, going, oh, okay, this is just West Virginia power baseball? They are. They absolutely are. And I think that shirt on opening night, we had 4,200-plus on opening night, uh, best opening night since 2011 for us. And uh, it and it showed all the way throughout the homestand. We had three thousand people here today for a morning game. So I mean, it it just goes to show that these these fans are are accepting the fact that hey, you know, we know it's a new affiliation, but it's still West Virginia Power Baseball. Uh, you know, these players are fun to watch. They're top prospects. Uh, they might be in Seattle soon, and, and it would be cool to say, hey, I saw them play. Uh, you know, their first full season in West Virginia, and I saw them really get their start and, and find their groove in minor league baseball. And you can say, you know, you know them, you met them, you might have an autograph or a picture with that way back. And when they make it to Seattle in you know five to seven years, you'll be able to say I was there when. Talking about that game uh, earlier this afternoon, we talked about pitching, but the bats came alive. Seven-one victory over the Blue Claws is really pretty good. It's not bad. Yes, yeah, second. 
No, it's not bad at all. Second straight 7-1 victory over Lakewood has really stumbled out of the gates. They've now lost eight in a row for the first time since 2012. They're one shy of actually tying their franchise record. They're 3-11 on the year. They've got a lot of things to figure out, but the uh, the Western Power uh, really don't. I mean, the the, the offense, uh, a lot of guys are kind of starting to come out of that early season funk that you seem to see a lot of guys experience in their first full season, but Bobby Honeyman hitting his second home run of the year and no doubter to right field. O'Neill Pena, who we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for him to hit one out because he has so much raw power, but it's been all gap-to-gap contact, line drive stuff. He finally parked one opposite field in the first inning today. He's leading the team with 10 RBIs, which is amazing. And, uh, you know, the offense is starting to finally click. And with the way our bullpen and our pitching staff overall has been the entirety of the season, if we continue to play as well as we do, you know, the rest of the first half, I mean, a first-half championship is well within the reach of the team. So Northern League the strongest again early on. I know uh, looking at the southern yeah. half, um, you know they've got a few teams that are above 500. Uh, not many. You look at the northern, and you got four teams uh, 500 or better. Uh, Hagerstown is six and eight, and you know Canapolis is four and eight, and uh, Lakewood's three and eleven. But uh, Delmarva's sitting right there at eleven and one, and Hickory's ten and three. Uh, West Virginia, those two maybe the class of the league so far, at least in the northern. Yeah, so far, Hickory's off to an incredible start. They actually have the second-lowest DRA in all of minor league baseball at 1.92. Um, and Delmarva just has uh, this amazing reliever, Grandys Rodriguez, that has just, I mean, he has showed up in uh, in 2019. And they have, you know, rode uh, a lot of good offense. Uh, the Orioles kind of retooled their system a little bit this year. And Delmarva's reaping the benefits of that. So they're they're a tough opponent, and so is Hickory. But the problem is, we don't face Hickory or Delmarva until the final two weeks of the first half, and we play them one series each. So in order to catch them, we need to rely on the benefits of other teams beating them and them kind of tailing off and us continuing to stay hot until those final few series. But those series, you can mark the calendars. You know, June 6th to the 9th, I believe, we play Delmarva. It might be the 10th to the 13th, actually. And then June, I want to say, like seventh to the eleventh, we play Hickory at their place. So those are going to be two really dynamic series that could decide the Northern Division in the first half. David Cons joining us from the West Virginia Power Paul Swan, your host. It's the Drive ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty, uh, also known in some people's heads as Swan and Con. Uh, podcast coming soon. We've been saying that for what a year and a half now. Podcast coming coming soon. It'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. We'll we, we, happen. We got we got we got to work out all the details. Got to get a logo, you know. We got to get everything, you know. Involved yeah, we got to get we got to get a live music intro. You know, we, we got to produce a lot of things. It, it takes a while. I mean, I could do that. I guess I could do that stuff. You could, I could too. But we're we're both busy people. We yeah. got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, you're you're on the road a lot. So um, yeah, na- I am. Now that you've enjoyed a, a taste of home, you got to get back on the bus. Yeah, we're getting back on the bus tomorrow morning. Uh, we're going to Asheville for three days, so not a bad spot to be for the weekend. Um, we'll be in Asheville for three days, and we come back. We got another seven game homestand. So, uh, How's that balancing out? I haven't looked at it fully, but uh, is the home and uh, the road trips, uh, everything balancing out uh, in favor of the power, or is it just pretty even? Uh, right now, I think it's in favor of the power because we've got a ton of home games in April. We have a good amount in May, and I think that's in favor of us right now because we have these long home stretches where we you know, we, we feel comfortable at home. We have the home faithful behind us, and I think that's really benefited the players, especially Jared Kelnick. I mean, he is absolutely surged in this homestand, and if that's going to continue to happen, we want to play at home as much as possible. David Connor, guest, West Virginia Power in action on the road. Of course, you can go to wvpower.com for more details there. Uh, also, you can plan your next visit to the ballpark because, well, 
Uh, I don't know if you know this, but we're uh, nine days, what, 20 hours and uh, a whole bunch of minutes away from uh, the Josh Bell Cowbell giveaway. We're nine days, 20 hours, yes. 38 minutes. Yes, indeed. The Josh Bell Cowbell giveaway on Saturday, April 27th. It's also Will Farrell Day. Uh, I just want to put that out there, too. Uh, 205 game, and then after the game, we're actually hosting an MLB Junior Home Run Derby, uh, where if you win that competition and then you win the regional competition, you get to go to MLB All-Star Week and compete in the National Finals. So Saturday is going to be absolutely insane, and we are so excited to be hosting all that stuff, and I hope everyone Everyone comes out for that game and for every game next week. I'm getting one of those, right? I'm getting cowbell. That's yeah, coming come my sure. way. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, you got it. I mean, that could be part of our podcast. You know, you hear the cowbell. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I'm not as huge of a fan of cowbells and as other people are. We had the Boobazellas out today, and, and as much as the kids love them, I'm not exactly the biggest fan. So. um but, uh, yeah, you'll definitely get a cowbell. No worries. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so are you still not watching the NHL playoffs? I have not watched a second of hockey. NBA, are you watching that at least? Are you looking at that? I actually don't like the NBA at all. Obviously, you I, weren't I watching the be, AAF because be. that filed Chapter 7 today. So, you know, you weren't watching That's that. That's gone. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, but, see ya. And it's funny because my hometown, Orlando, actually had it. And, uh, well, they're gone. So, you know, that's what happens to most Orlando sports. They either fade into oblivion or they're like the magic and they show up once every, you know, 10 years. Um, but, uh, I mean, no, I'm not watching the NHL. Uh, I'm, I have started to really dislike the NBA for a variety of reasons. One, because it's kind of predictable who's going to win every year. But... Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks survivors on tonight. So I'll be watching that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, let's go over this one more time. Uh, you're David Kahn. You're the voice of the West Virginia power. You call the baseball games and yeah. I'm sure there's a baseball game you could watch over survivor. Come on. Well, I'm watching both. I mean, I've got the Red Sox game on too on my iPad. It's not like I'm not watching sports. Okay, so you're watching the ball game on your Survivor. iPad and the Survivor on your television. Well, yeah, because I can't stream Survivor on the iPad. You have an app to watch the baseball game on your iPad. I, Survivor, you, I, CBS doesn't stream. So yes, they do. Unless you, unless you, yeah, they per, if you purchase all access, which I'm not going to do. Aren't you dedicated to the Survivor? I'm not that dedicated. It's like twenty five bucks. I'm not doing that. Wait a minute, twenty five bucks. What what app are you looking at? Twenty five dollars. <laughs> It's expensive. CBS All Access is expensive. No, it's I'm not. not. I'm not buying that. No, it's not. It's not. It's not expensive. Uh, look, I'm not paying for that. Okay, if I can, if, if I can, you know, afford to watch Survivor on my TV and watch the Red Sox game on my iPad without paying anything, then I'll do it. All right. So what? Uh, what am I missing uh, intentionally on Survivor? Did uh, someone get voted off? Did someone backstab somebody? Did they swap tribes? Uh, they have new uh, colors uh, for their tribes. Tribe they've actually they've actually already merged, uh, and there's actually a new twist this year. It's called Extinction Island, where when you get voted out, uh, you have a choice. You can either go to Extinction Island, and basically it's an island of nothing, where you just sit there and wait until you have a chance to get back in the game. But there's like no food, like no anything. You have to survive completely on your own. It's like real, real survivor. And then uh, so those guys have already had one shot to get back in the game. One person got back in, and now they're back there. The other ones that lost, and they're still waiting for a second chance to get back in the game. Apparently this week, there's two people voted out at the same time, and it's a crazy blindside. That's what the trailer said. So the TV show called Survivor yes. finally has a feature in which you have to survive <laughs> a real-life event, like a desolate island, a place where you could die. So you have to basically go out and survive a place you could die, finally. 
and Survivor. Basically, I mean, yeah, that that is the premise of it. They're, they they give them like a tiny bit of rice, but it's not that not what they can live on. Like they have to go out and fish and all that stuff, and you know, get their own food um, and resources. They have to go hike up a humongous hike to go get water. Um, it's basically bringing them to the edge of extinction, is what the season is called. That's that's the theme of the season. Um, uh, yeah, so they do have that. But I mean, hey, there's been like tornadoes and 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 storms that have come through that have been really bad. I mean, it's not like people haven't survived natural events. I mean, come on, you live in West Virginia, you you fight off the four seasons. Every day, I mean, it's winter sure, one. It's but, winter one hour, and it's summer the next. You, you you do realize where you live now, right? Yes, 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 I do. Okay, I mean, why don't you just watch Man versus Wild if you if you like this type type of stuff? Because <laughs> Survivor's better. No, it's not. But I'm I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you because we would go another half an hour, and I don't think that's uh that's good for the program for me arguing with you that Survivor's not that good. We'll we'll, we'll save it for the podcast. That no one would download if we put that if that's what they that's can expect. True. We won't. We, we, that's the thing. We never. You, they, you never know what to expect. That's the purpose of the podcast. You download it and you get surprised by what you hear. So basically, you've just ripped off Big Brother. Expect the unexpected. Whoa! No! 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 Don't even go there. That's that. That is a a very false accusation. It's a better show. Big Brother's a better show than Survivor. We've already talked about this. I'm not going into this again with you because you don't want to deal with the truth. It's a better show. Oh, you can say that. I mean, I know you're wrong, but that's fine. I mean, Julie Chen, Jeff Probst. I mean, come on. Where where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? I want to go see Jeff Probst. All right. (laughs) I hope this is Is this your filler material on uh, on baseball games? You know, you're talking about Survivor. I have actually talked about Survivor one time on a baseball broadcast. One time. That's it? That's all? You've been able to contain yourself one time? Yes. Yeah, but it actually made sense. I only fill in stuff if it's organic. Okay. Fair enough. Um you do have other programs you watch, right? I mean, I'm. I'm... Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm. A, I mean, I am a big sports fan. I just, I you know, on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock, I watch Survivor. I don't know. Day. I don't know what sport you like other than baseball. I can't find one. It's like you're watching football. hockey. No. You watch an NBA. No. Here, football, college basketball, college football. Watch all of those religiously. Um, I mean, that. that what do you? What, what? What more do you want from me, Paul? College basketball, football, college football, and baseball. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, the hockey's there. I mean, uh, Alex Ovechkin almost murdered a man. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying I don't enjoy hockey. I love going to hockey games. I just don't turn on a hockey game on TV. All right. I, mean, I will say, I went to the Islander. I went to the Barclays Center and watched an Islanders game. That was fun. Was it really fun at the Barclays Center? Yes. Oh, it was the best hockey game I've ever been to. How many hockey games have you been to? I think ten. Okay, and that was the best. Yes. Uh, it, you think it would be more fun on the island? Back on the island? See, I don't. I don't know if I'd ever actually want to do Survivor. I'm not sure. I, I've been asked that quite a few times. No, I've no, 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 no. I'm talking about the game. Islanders actually playing back on the island. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, I do. I do. Okay, you would have known that if you were watching the uh, first round where they eliminated the Penguins and played the first couple of games. Uh, at Nassau. You would have known that. Oh, well, I told you I didn't watch. I know. Good luck on Survivor tonight. Uh, do you have a bracket or pool or anything? You, you playing that? Uh, do I do. I do actually do Fantasy Survivor, yes. <laughs> no, you don't. You're making that yes, up Yes, I now. do. I'm not. I'm not. I'll send you my spreadsheet. You have a spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm the league commissioner. You're the league commissioner. <laughs> You're the league commissioner of Fantasy yeah. Survivor. Yeah. You have a spread. You don't have an app for that. You have to actually do that by hand. I calculate. I well, I have Excel formulas, but I I, I have all the formulas built. How, how do you score points in Fantasy Survivor? 
Uh, if you get if you win individual immunity, you find an immunity idol. You find an advantage. Uh, you pull off a blindside. Uh, there's so many different ways you can score points in Survivor. You, you've seen the show, you know. Yeah, I've never played Fantasy Survivor. Well, yeah, you can make up the settings based on the season. Like this season, if you go, if you don't decide not to go to the edge of Extinction Island, uh, you lose two points because you're a quitter. <laughs> David Connor, guest West Virginia Power. <laughs> You don't share these conversations with uh, with your uh, with your your busmates, do you? Do you get you have? Is there someone on the bus you can talk Survivor with? You're not living a lonely bus existence, yet. right? I will say my my assistant has watched Survivor before, so he knows what I'm talking about. All right, David Kahn, West Virginia Power, back next week. We'll do it all <laughs> over again. Hopefully, we can find a different uh, a different show to talk about other than Survivor. If not, we'll. <laughs> Okay, I can't wait to see. The, I want to see the spreadsheet now. Now I want to see the spreadsheet. I'll send it to you. I'll email it to you. All right, David Connor, guest West right. Virginia Power, uh, fantasies survive. Uh, more on the way. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Welcome back to the Wednesday, April 17th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back. We're going to try to get this show back on track. I'm going to have to rethink. I'm going to have to rethink uh, David Kahn. I'm just going to I'm going to let him think we're talking about the things he likes, and uh, that's going to be an off-the-air segment. We'll probably take a commercial break early when we get into the uh, Survivor Talk. But we've got some baseball talk to get into because uh, the Thundering Herd back in Conference USA play. Uh, Marshall Baseball now 21-15, and 8-7 and seven in conference, heading to Ruston, Louisiana, to take on Louisiana Tech. Three-game Conference USA stint begins on Thursday. So the Thundering Herd is fifth in triples with 18 threes with games played on April 16th while raking in 19 with 78 doubles. Yep, that's right. Uh, the Herd has a 463 slugging percentage and a 296 batting average, uh, which ranks 25th and 29th, respectively. So, Thunder Herd's doing pretty good, actually. I think 8 and 7's pretty solid in Conference USA, and if they can keep winning some series and, and get into a position, they'll get to the Conference USA uh, tournament. And if that's the case, hopefully uh, we can probably bring you a couple of those games back here to Huntington. So, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if they play strong the next couple of years, can't wait to see what happens when they get into the new stadium. Golf is a story today, Marshall, because congratulations, uh, we've got a, a second-place finisher. That's pretty solid. Conference USA Championships. Sophomore Carrie Parks finished in second place. She was named to the Conference USA All-Tournament team after the third and final round. Today, the... Um, Marshall women's golf team ended the event in sixth place. That's not bad. That's not bad. But it was the best finish for the Thundering Herd and the Conference USA Championship. The previous best for the Herd was seventh in 2007 and again in 2016. So six is good. You like to see the team compete top to bottom a lot better, but six is really good, so you really can't criticize that at all. It's it's, it's outstanding. And with Carrie Parks finishing second place, you've got somebody on top of the leaderboard. And she began the tournament tied for 20th after shooting a 1-over-73 in the first round on Monday. And then she jumped the third on the leaderboard after a personal best 5-under-67 in the second round. And then uh, she finished out the championship with an even par of 72 to stay ahead 
of uh, the young lady from Old Dominion by one stroke. She recorded 10 total birdies over the three rounds. Her second-place finish was the highest by a Marshall golfer in Conference USA Championship history in golf, beating previous highest finish of tying for seventh. That was the best in 2012. And if she can do that this year, what about next year? Keep that in mind. I mean, that's something you build on as well. So Marshall finishing sixth overall, but you get someone finishing in um, top five, second-place finish. That's awesome. That's I mean, that's the best way to describe that. You, you don't talk much about golf. You really talk much about golf if they win an event or they get into a conference championship and how they perform. That's the only time we really talk about them. We probably should talk about them more. But that's just nice to have. Finishing second, I mean, and she's got something to build on. She's just a sophomore. She can build on that. Maybe next year she finishes top. Team elevates this game. And I'm going to tell you right now, you know why they're getting better. I truly believe it. Facilities are helping. The indoor facility has helped. They actually have a place to go and practice now. They can go work off-season indoors. They can work on their short game. They can work on driving if they have to. They can work on things. So um, it's, um, it's a tough sport. And maybe there's going to be a, a resurgence in golf again because Tiger Woods winning the Masters. I, I don't know if that's going to generate any new interest, but you got people talking about golf a lot. Tiger Woods, when he is doing well, it's in the conversation. A uh, new addition to Tony Kemper's staff, uh, Mahogany Matthews is joining the Thundering Herd women's basketball program. So, a new addition to the team, six foot one forward from Ra- I'm sorry, Rayford, North Carolina. So, Tony Kemper making that announcement today that uh, he is adding uh, Mahogany Matthews to the squad, six foot one from uh, Rayford, North Carolina, sitting out the season. Uh, that's going to be her year to sit out in 2019-20 season as her year in residency, and then she's going to have three years of eligibility at Marshall. Um, she appeared in 22 games as a true freshman for Ole Miss, starting six, including the team's uh, SEC tournament game against Florida. In that game, she had season highs in points, which four rebounds, six, and, uh, and that's in 21 minutes. So um, Tony's adding some um, versatility, he says, uh, some athleticism, some length. Uh, trying to grow the program, um, saying that she played some quality minutes as a freshman in the SEC, uh, competed against some of the best players in the country. Um, I think he's looking for athleticism, experience. She's in a situation where she can develop her game. Uh, She was a three-star recruit by ESPN and uh, the 45th best forward nationally. Um, As a senior, she was averaging over uh, 15 rebounds a contest, about 18 points. Seven blocks, 3.8 steals, and uh, a little over one assist per game. Uh, maybe almost an assist and a half. So some additions to um, the squad for Tony Kemper and the Marshall women's basketball team. All right. We're going to take our next break. Come back. We're going to wrap this one up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, April 17th edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host. Another night of NBA and NHL action. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs continue. Game four tonight between the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Leafs lead that series two games to one. And also in the Western Conference, you get game four tonight between the Predators and the Stars. Nashville leads that series two games to one. Calgary Flames at Colorado Avalanche tonight. That's going to be a little bit later for you, 10 o'clock. Colorado leading that series uh, two to one. 
So uh, it's at least a little bit more competitive than we've seen the last couple of series that ended. The Columbus Blue Jackets winning their first ever series, getting out of the first round, beating the President Cup winner, beating the team with the best record, the team that was odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup, and they got decimated in the first round. That's part of the reason why you love hockey and you hate it at the same time because if you're rooting for Tampa Bay, you just got crushed. I had them winning the Stanley Cup. Now, again, I don't have an actual dog in the fight. Uh, I am leaning towards the Islanders on the eastern side because uh, I used to be an Islanders fan. And that was a good story. They beat the Penguins. Yeah, it's hard for me to say, too. They beat the Penguins. Four straight. And I know that uh, right there, that wounds some of you directly. I know a few of you. I rubbed a little salt in some wounds last night. Not much. Just a little. So, Penguins were, what, the better team, right? That's what I've been told. I was told that by experts who follow the Penguins. So, this is your team that uh, won um, the Stanley Cup two out of the last three years. Uh, they lost to the eventual champion last year in the Capitals, and now they lose to the Islanders. NBA, a little bit different. Again, NBA, maybe not as entertaining because we know what's going to happen there. At least we think we know what's going to happen there. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, it's going to be Indiana at Boston. Boston leads that series one game to none. And then uh, you've got Detroit and Milwaukee. Milwaukee leads that series one game to none. Western Conference quarterfinal tonight. Utah Jazz at the Houston Rockets. Houston leads that series one game to none. 9.30 tonight on TNT. For those of you who I know are probably going to follow the Houston Rockets, that's probably your team. If i got to pick a team, that's probably the team everyone's rooting for. At least a, a majority of people I would know personally are going to be rooting for Houston. Uh, that guy is coach uh, Mike D'Antoni. I think you've heard of him. He, he's got a brother who coaches at uh, college, I think. Um, Dan's his name. I've heard he's pretty good. So that's where we're at as far as what's on tonight. And you know what? I'm not a big Columbus Blue Jackets fan, but hey, good for them. Good for them because I was watching some of that action, and I don't know how you feel about the coverage. If you're watching, I think there's a quality drop just a little bit because they've got more than one crew. When Doc Emmerich's on crew, you get the best broadcast. And then it just dips a little bit, and I don't know if they're just spread thin but, again, it's very hard to do television broadcasts because last night we got a graphic fail. So on CNBC, they're, they're covering Game 4. They've got Tampa Bay and Columbus. And the Blue Jackets were in a situation where it looked like they had scored a third goal to go up 3-1. So Lightning head coach John Cooper, he challenges that play. And it was reversed after the video review, but we had a graphic fail last night because when the broadcast went to shoot two coaches, um... Tampa Bay's coach got identified as John Tortorella. And John Cooper, who's Tampa Bay's coach, his name was placed under Coach Tortorella. Now let me explain why this is a big era. Because if anybody, if anybody on that broadcast crew had five seconds of hockey IQ, they would know that John Tortorella was the coach of the Blue Jackets former coach of the New York Rangers, former coach of Tampa Bay, won a Stanley Cup with them. And you just can't miss him. That's like me putting the wrong name under Bill Belichick. Maybe not the level of Bill Belichick as far as uh, brand, but still, big mess up here. You, you look at that, you giggle. I mean, you really can't just pile on. I mean, you can pile on, but you can't really sit there and just crucify it. But it was funny because 
the guy who brought Tampa Bay one of their best seasons ever, winning them a Stanley Cup, now just kicked them out of the playoffs. And he got identified as John Cooper. Big graphic fail. Hopefully uh, they'll clean their act up a little bit. Once we get into um, lesser teams, we won't have this uh, four-game coverage. I just don't know if NBC as a network can handle the the multiple venues the way that, say, CBS and the uh, Turner Networks can with the March Madness broadcast. They do. I'm sure a lot more resources are being put in on that than is this thing, but at least the good news is I can actually watch these games. I can actually watch these games. I'm surprised that the NHL doesn't sit down with all their TV partners and say, look, I know we got to Americanize this here and we got to Canadianize this there, but uh, can we work on pool coverage here? Just make this thing as, uh, as smooth as possible because you'll have several broadcasts on both the Canadian side and the American side. And uh, It's a little simpler, though, with the NBA, isn't it? Yeah, you got the – I think the games are spread out a little bit different. Broadcast crews are pretty good on TNT. ESPN broadcast that I've watched them pretty good as well. And that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I want to thank my guest who uh, effectively got me off track all show long, David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Uh, I have now in my head have the nightmarish appearance of him managing the Fantasy Survivor spreadsheet. Yeah, okay. See, I can't recover from that either. Um, Tomorrow, we'll be back on track. For David, um, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) I'm still laughing thinking about it. It's the drive. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and the drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.